This young fella here on the accordion, could you make a little bit of noise, please? Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, and fuck, uh, I mean, uh, foes, we are southbound, like Thin Lizzy say, whoa, I'm going southbound. So, we're heading to a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful part of the world, which is not Dallas. Welcome back, and uh, also, this might be episode 220, not 420, you fucking stoners. 220. Uh, this is the same day. This is still Slapper Day, as you know. But this morning we were just a little bit, how do you say in Japanese, uh, not so fluffy and bright and cheerful as we are now. So uh, we had just finished the Grapevine Highland Games. This is the third time they've done it, and it's grown exponentially. Am I, am I right? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, it's. Uh, this is going to be it's right by uh, DFW airport which uh, people don't know this but it's actually one of the most important airports in America I don't know if you know this because it gets you out of Dallas <laughs> anyway I digress and this is going to be a festival that, that will be it's going to extend to, they, they didn't say this I'm just taking it because of the size there was over a hundred participants just in the Highland Games there was the clans, tents, there was the, the food vendors, there was uh, arts and crafts, there was, of course, there was live music, uh, beautiful, on Lake Grapevine, the surroundings were stunning, yeah. on and on and on, but I, I foresee this being a, I, I foresee them building this into a weekend ordeal. They already did a, a fire ceremony last night. Or, or the, the, you know, the night before the festival. So I'm, I'm saying all this because a the size of it, it's 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 grown so much, and they've they extended the tent, the uh, the music tent. There's actually room for the audience in there now. Yeah, and, and and comfortable, you know, shade, lots of shade all around, and then it did get windy tonight. A little cold front came through. Never rained. You know, there's a lot of shelter in there. So we had a lot of old people in there. They just, you know, they, yeah. they weren't weren't bothered by it. But this is going to be a festival that is going to be, I think it's going to be a large event very, very soon. This yeah. is only year three, and they've already, uh, just the attendance alone. You know, the first couple of times we yeah. played there, we were kind of in a corner, in the corner of a field, and not really, this was a, this was a more focused event. A lot of participation with the bands. And uh, volunteers, everybody did a great job today. Yeah. So we're 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 very. But I I, I want to start um, on episode two nineteen. I had said that I uh, the, the band Plunk Murray, and uh, they're out of Dallas. Uh, I, I I said that I'd seen them before. I know we encountered them somewhere. No, we do. Yeah, we we've been in the same festival. Yeah. But what my the mistake I made was because so, we got to see them today. Yeah. We played with them. And uh, uh, it, well, that was not the band I saw because the band we saw today were much better than the band I saw. So I wanted to clear that up. But Plum Murray, that other band was good. Plum Murray is that is a fun band. Yeah, that is a fun band. I, think I do remember like, seeing that the drummer before. Erin? Aaron? Yeah, I remember her. Well, you remember her because before uh, Turbo joined, she had said. If I hadn't just joined Paul Murray, I would be uh, auditioning for you. Yeah. She had said that she's... That's right. And she is... 
uh, uh, she is a very um, we put let me put this delicately. No, she is a she is a she is thunderous. That woman is powerful, and she's not a she's not uh, turbo is is power. Turbo that's what that's the definition of turbo is full power all the time. She is a very petite, but that woman can throw the thunder down. I mean, she put the hammer of God down there today, and I was very impressed. The whole band, I'm impressed. There's only like 13 or 17 or 22 <laughs> members in the band, but every single one of them, and I've said this before on Slappercast, I've seen this a thousand times, I've said this a lot, you've seen the bands and you've heard the bands where there's 10 members and there really should only be two or three. There's, okay. you know, they're awful. You know, it's just everybody making noise. This band, I looked at them and I was like, all right, you know, impress me, do it right. And they did. So they, and a lot of them play, uh, a lot of them play many instruments, show offs, uh, but they're uh, great humor, no ego, great song selection, the dynamic, but between the band it's something that you just cannot put together by placing it out in the paper and putting players on the stage and we jump in anytime lads if they, and they're just fun like, I mean it's just a fun show it's fun, fun show but, but everything I said right absolutely okay yeah and, and that's a perfect point about when you get a band that's got 8-10 players you go uh, you can cut this in half I just went that that's yeah, that it fits yeah I didn't think that at all. And no ego on the yeah. stage, right? No. No, no, uh, I'm the main guy, I'm the person. I am just forward. The way they played together, and nobody had to, it just, just, it just trust me. Plunk, P L U N K, Murray, M U R R A Y, Plunk Murray, out of Dallas, and I'm blown away. Uh, I, I do have to say as well, as I always have to say, but. So our friend Mark Kenneth came in on the accordion today. This young fella, he and I used to know each other way back in the day. We've had, it's been 20 something years since uh, we played together and I haven't seen him since then. He's been avoiding me. It's called witness protection. But he's here today. Make a lot of noise, Mark Kenneth. I didn't have a doubt. I didn't have a worry. I didn't have a care. I didn't have a thought about what was gonna happen today. I knew he was gonna come in and he did far better than I thought he yeah. was going to do. And I knew he was going to be good. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, what yeah, a, was just, was, dude, I thought it was so awesome because he goes, I go, hey man, nice to meet you. And the sound guy goes, you guys want a sound checker? Just go for it. You're all, let's go for it. And we literally just went, Boop. first <laughs> note, like, just took off. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was awesome. He's yeah. looking at me, he's like, and then, boom, we just took off. That was, yeah. that was cool. And a lot of it, too, because he's playing with us for the first time, so he had problems with the, with the ear, the, the, the mix. So he was kind of playing by the seat of his kilt, and he never, like like you, the first time, you know, drum school was like, hey, fuck you, Turbo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Got about that. Yeah. So he's, same thing with him. Ears said, hey, fuck you, Scotty boy. And he... He just he didn't he didn't mention it he didn't he didn't say uh, guys uh, can we can we stop everything and you know fix it no he just it's yeah. rock it's rock and roll it's let's go rock and roll, dude. Yeah. yeah that's what you do he yeah, yeah. yeah he was he, he he came to he came to play today he came to throw down and yeah. he did 
And then last. Is he wearing a true kilt today? What's the difference between you and cross dressing? Is he, is he bareback underneath there? Like, I was like, what the I know? I go, dude, are you just are you straight up right now? Like, what's happening? You're all in or what? And he's laughing. We were having a good time. We were laughing. Oh, it sounds like you were. Uh, we got to cut that part out. Yeah. No. I was gonna say, no. <laughs> Chad's like, no. Came <laughs> Chad's going, I haven't had to been this aroused. Oh, let me just say one other thing. Kate Scott. Speaking of aroused. Kate, I dislike you immensely. <laughs> no, I know. I love you. Kate, thank you. Yes, I need five you. of those today. They're really good. Five. So am I. Is that five? Six? That's four. Six. Yeah. Six. I'm, I'm probably going to get six here in a minute. Yeah, I think I had five. Did you say six? I'm going to eat my sixth. Okay. So, yeah. River Driver. Talk about a band that's found its, found its stride. Yeah. Jared on drums. Aiden on fiddle. Fucking Aiden. And uh, Beast. Michael. You know, major, major, major thanks to Michael. He brought the PA. He ran sound all yeah. day. Yeah, did a great job yeah. he, he set it up last night. Um, Just... Amazing. So, um, River Driver's another one you gotta look out for. Yeah. So, had, a, had an idea on the stage tonight. We do a podcast every week, and I have just had a brilliant idea. We're gonna get Paul Murray on our podcast. Yeah. Hear me out, hear me out. I know you don't think it's a good idea, but just hear me out. <laughs> Alright, somebody needs to go get me a new song. About inviting our, our new friends, Plum Murray, and having them uh, having them do the podcast with us. So, of course, when does this idea hit me in the middle of a fucking song? And we're going, da, 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 oh, and I go. So, I, of course, I have to say it on a microphone because they're all there. Those guys were the loudest ones in the whole crowd. The guys are so cool sang every word, jumped around, and I had a great time. But the idea was to invite them in, you know, our our, 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 our other new friends, the, the Kaleidoscope Project. Yes. And uh, we invited them on our, our podcast the other night, and they graciously accepted. So we're going to do that. Well, we, we, uh, I think we're going to do this on a regular basis, get some of these bands that we like. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know, and, and have, because like, because they're really, we, we, a lot of these stories, you've heard them all here on Slappercast, and we're grateful that you listen, trust me. But um, the stories are so similar, and the thing I like about these, these bands is there's no ego. There's none. I mean, you, you, uh, there has to be some because you're getting up on, on a stage in front of people and saying, hey, look what I can do. Okay, so there's a little bit there. But it's not the kind of ego to where you to where you just, you know, it makes you sick to watch the band because the, 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 they, they think that they're just uh, walking on air and they can walk on water and they can, you know, you know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're too good for that room. That drives me up the fucking wall. I hate it. I've never liked it. Even Queen, you know, at their peak, Brian May would still talk to you like, "Oh, thank you. I didn't, you know, I, you know, that's that's humility. That's how that's how you should be." So, having these people on, on the on the program would be it would it would be very entertaining because there's no 
yeah, well, you know, the, the time Bruce Springsteen asked me, you know, you know, you know, how do I write my lyrics, you know, because he was a big fan, you know, that kind of horse shit, it's not even funny, you know, in a bad story, you know, like in, in, in a made-up story, that stuff is not entertaining, but these real situations where you say, you know, so I was in a club and I did, you know, it's just trade war stories. That stuff is fun Heck because yeah. you're dealing with the same stuff. You're just, you know, looking at it. I say, I, you know, the, the analogy being, you know, you're on the ship, but you're you're actually seeing different things because you're looking out for different sides. You know, you just there are different vantage points. Blah blah blah. I just think it'd be really interesting. And of course, this is the crap that I'm thinking about when I'm trying to remember the next line of the song. You know? Yeah, and hear like their perspectives and what they go through. And... Oh, I love that, dude. That'd be fun. Yeah, well, they... I can't wait. Let's do it. Are we doing it right now? Let's call them. Let's call them. A lot of the times, it's easier to do. I mean, those guys are great. They're great in a room. Meaning, they're full on stage because their banter is—it's—it's it's not rehearsed, it's not formulaic. It's—if you go see a rock and roll band, which I hope every single one of you goes to see a rock and roll band. When you go see live music, if they—if the performers are honest with their audience, you are going to see stuff that might never happen again. You know that you, you you'll push that band into just by the smallest reaction, or you know whatever you decide to do, you might push that band into a into something, some area that they would never go to because you're there and you said the thing, or you asked for the thing, or you you know prompted them, you know pushed them on a story or something. You'll hear stuff that. That might never touch the earth again. You know, you're, you're yeah, you individualized, dude. It comes an experience together. Yeah. And and I think the Plum Murray uh, and you know River Driver as well, because uh, uh, Michael's a teacher. Michael Logan, big guy. He's a teacher, and uh, but he's got these great. Uh, he he's he's also a, he runs a festival up in Sherman, which is north of Dallas. He's a he's a great musician. He's also a really really good sound guy. Uh, Dad Dad's a sweetheart too. His whole family is great, and and his wife got up and sang with him tonight, and actually blew the roof off everybody. She yeah. had an amazing voice. So yeah, she's great. So anyway, yeah, the, the, these these stories are gold because they're not they don't happen they don't happen in regular life. They don't happen to a daywalker in a you know, in a contour balance uh, office. You know, these, these things happen when you're in a, you know, it's art mixed with a little alcohol with a lot of attitude and a lot of, uh, you know, honesty. I mean, it's, it's just flat out, you spur of the moment stuff. This this is, you know, so Chad, what was your, what was your takeaway from today? It was great. I was just impressed with, like you already said, like how, how much it's, Going from uh, you know the same same exact location, but you know like when we first played there, we're playing under a tent that was barely big enough for the stage, and then the second time it was barely big enough for the stage and the speakers. <laughs> yeah, 
and this time, it, like you said, it was just plenty of room for everybody. It was there, you know, pretty much everybody was there to see us, was able to fit under there. And, uh, you know, then we, of course, we're just blessed with great, great weather. I suppose that the first two times we did this festival was blisteringly hot out there. No, the first time was freezing, the second time was hot, but then the cool front came through and froze us. Yeah. Okay. So I'm remembering my sunburn. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet you got burned. I bet you got color today too. It was overcast, but it was. I mean, it was perfect. Seventy degrees. Yeah. And then right, it, okay. it dropped late afternoon, but yeah. such. I mean, like the setting on the side of a lake. Yeah, that's pretty. You know, it's just and again they placed us in the right spot to where all the people competing in the Highland Games were able to enjoy the music and the vendors and the clans and the just everybody in the in the park was able to enjoy the music because everything was done right but the uh, Doug and Susan need to be commended I can't I know I said it you know repeat myself but they need to be commended because a they worked their ass off of this this is not an easy this is not an easy event the logistics of getting all those uh, athletes signed up and ready to go, plus putting everybody in the in the spot. The, the, uh, the thing that Mark Kenneth pointed out today too, when he walked in, he said that they have the Highland Games right in the middle where they're supposed to be. This is a Highland game. If it's a music festival and you got that right in the middle, then you do that wrong. But they're not. That's exactly what they are. It's it's a it's the Highland Games and it's music. So we're off to the side, but we got plenty of room and they can hear us. Thank you, Michael. But everybody else, the vendors got to hear us without being crushed to death with the sound or the you know and all the vendor you know all the craft arts and crafts and stuff. They were able to converse with their their patrons and, and, and everybody just had a great yeah. you know it was a really big success and uh, there was that good brewery place that Shannon's Brewery that was there yeah was beer. Was I wouldn't know you can tell me I won't lie yeah, yeah it was good yeah yeah I was watching some of the games too the uh, man that was caber toss <laughs> that was some that was the beast mode like yeah. What's the thing where they, forget that must sound like an idiot here. What's the long pole they gotta flip it? That's a caper toss. That's what that's called? Yeah. Caper toss? Yeah. Caper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I'm like, I probably couldn't even lift it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you could. You don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah? I appreciate that. <laughs> and then they're they're doing the uh, you know the thing on the neck. Yeah, the then, shot put. Yeah, the shot put. And then put, throw those bags over these uh like the the high bar, the high bar, it's yeah. a high jump for high, polo looking high, high, yeah. But man, it was yeah, it was cool. I walked all the way down to the lake, looked at it, man, it's on a nice setting. Yeah, it's really nice. Can't wait to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I got the whole moment when you when you got pulled up on stage with with uh, Punk Murray during uh, oh Murray yeah yeah. Wheel. yeah. And he's like, come on, here's the lyrics. And he shows you the lyrics on the iPad, and then, but you, then you just sang. No, the, no, there the wasn't. He, he did show me lyrics on this. On the they, they, they all had. That's one thing that we need to talk to them about. Um, but then you made up your own. Well, no, he, he showed me the lyrics, but it wasn't the lyrics to the song they were singing. Oh. 
And the guy's like, I don't have those lyrics, no. So I just made up a verse yeah, okay. on my own. Show it, but they've got a huge repertoire of, of songs, which is how it should be. 
kill that song again. Yeah. River Driver as well did not repeat any songs. Nope. Oh, version. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. And, you know, and, the, and again, you know, the, the, the Kaleidoscope Project, same thing. They did their homework. They knew who they were, you know, they were playing with. And everybody was, you know, not not false nice. Everybody was real nice, you know. Uh they just they, they knew the bands they knew the the, the story and just the, the, the stuff that they told us Plunk Murray is you know particular stuff uh, and, and actually uh, Michael from River Driver said the same thing they gave us these huge compliments of when they started and they saw us and I, I told them I said that's just that's just so heartwarming to hear another band say that they took you know they enjoyed your performance, so they wanted to do the. I, I, yeah, it really does. It dumbfounds me. I'm just, yeah. I'm so thrilled. Yeah, because I, I, I say it all the time, and as opinionated and grumpy as I'm about some stuff, I, I don't think there's enough good rock and roll bands on the planet. And when somebody like that is not only good, but they're easily good at it, and it comes, it, it, it's not a. Uh, you know, they're not trying, they're not they're not going out of their way to be something that they're not or fake something. That that blows me away. Yeah. And it's enjoyable. I could listen to every song and even this even the songs that I don't like, I enjoyed I was on the stage for Wagon Wheel. I do not like that song. I've never liked that song. You know, would, would I like it on a plane? No. Would I like it on a train? No. Would I like it on a wagon wheel? No. As a Dr. Seuss? Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I'll give you a point for that. Yeah, he said, I didn't know you could read. Good for you. <laughs> You're out of the big books, huh? Yeah. Two syllables. No, so, no. What is it? Can you read? Who is the band? Poison? No. Yeah. Yeah, Poison? yeah, yeah. Uh, nice yeah. to meet you. Can you read? <laughs> Did I mention that we met Kate and Barry, Kate Scott and Barry, that are coming on the trip to Ireland? Yeah. Come on. Kate came up and gave, of course, she loads the van full of chocolate chip cookies and stuff and things and just so so generous such a big heart and uh she, oh this is my friend Mary she's come to Ireland with us I was like oh yeah that's right you're good she was she's delightful too so yeah we're so lucky yeah we're yeah. so lucky Kate already it seems she, she was already familiar with Mark Kenneth from oh she knows yeah. all that whole group yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she's she's been going to a North Texas Irish festival for ages, so she knows every Irish musician <laughs> within Scottish. You know, yes. Yeah, or Celtic, whatever. Within within a fucking four state radius, I think. Yeah, she's she's not only a fan; she is a she is a Kate is is excruciatingly generous generous to a fault um, I, I, I know I didn't mention in 219 Cybercast but uh, the woodshed our studio in Hunts Vegas has now got air conditioning thank, yep. you, thank you Jim but one of the things that I cannot wait to do is hang up those beautiful gifts that uh, Kate Scott had given me for Christmas that are going to hang in the studio 
I'm just so giddy. I have all the, I have so much stuff. I've got old banners and all these beautiful gifts and things that I want to put on the, on the walls in there. And that's, that the woodshed is, uh, it's named after Davy Bryan, the late great Davy Bryan. Yo, go to the woodshed, boy. Um, so that's the name of the, of the studio. But it's also going to be filled with those gifts that mean so much to me and to us. To you know, we get to look at these great things for all these, and, and it's going to hopefully be in a room that's going to make a lot of music for a lot of people. Yeah, it's a big yes. deal. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 yes. Just even before we switched on Slabbercast this beautiful Tuesday morning, we were talking about. The next rehearsals and fixing up and doing and writing and doing and it, it was just the progress the progress that we've made if you come see us live you'll 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 see these very very subtle changes in some of the stuff that we're doing but uh, I did something which I haven't done since we recorded Black Matic. I played along with it the other day uh, did I mention it? the studio's got air conditioning yeah so I was in there in the heat of the day and it was feeling so good I was playing along with the record just to kind of see where we are with you know how we're playing it now in April 2023 versus back then when we recorded it and I was astonished at some of the messy things that we let go comparatively speaking with the way that we're playing it right now and the songs were getting me excited today because I'm looking going you know Chad and Turbo are, are, are really not we're not just making these changes in the song but you guys are actually working with this stuff meaning taking it home and processing it to where it's not just you play the song you actually really play the song and uh, that's what and playing today with Mark Kenneth he was able to jump in and I don't I think it's a credit to what we've built with these the new arrangements of the song is he's able to jump in and play on top of these powerful numbers that were you know I think there's a big I, I think there's a big Shift coming in, 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 in the music. Yeah. Yes, really, man. Yeah, really fun. So pumped right now. Yeah, me too. I want to pull over and play. Yeah, I'm like, let's yeah. go. <laughs> Set up right here. I got a bass drum pedal and snare drum. Yeah, let's go. It's a lot more than I got. No yeah, we, we got a very positive response from the uh, the work in progress. We've been working on a new arrangement of Nancy Whiskey, adding some shit to it and taking some stuff out, replacing it with other things. Very, very enthusiastic. What's that? Oh, yeah. I don't have much more to say. Very enthusiastic response from our Patreon supporters. I very much appreciate that because we need it. We need that. That's why we give you that stuff because we want to see what you think because it really means a lot to us. So, what's all you talking about? Nancy Whiskey. The new arrangement of Nancy Whiskey. Which version? The latest version, which we have not performed live yet. Okay. With the uh, the new modulation. Actually, there's two there's two key changes in it that that, uh, that were that are new, 
in that new version, at least at least in that version. That's why I said I said when I posted that this this could very well change. <laughs> Again, this this version you're hearing might not be the same by the time we actually get it to the stage. So, but they'd love it. So I really appreciate that. Okay, so there's there's more stuff like that coming. So there's I'm, I was really encouraged by that because it's been sometimes I don't I'm not sure what what Patreon people really want, but I think I'm I think think I'm on to something here. I think I'm figuring you guys out. Oh. <laughs> So we have a lot of the, the, the joy of this now is that we do have a really good way to record really high quality recordings of our rehearsals, and so I know it's going to sound good. And when we're in good mood, as we were, and as we always are in rehearsal now, but there's so many silly moments that that I I love to capture along with the great music and stuff. So lots more of that coming. So yeah. while we are interrogating you under the under the yeah. light, <laughs> thanks for doing that, Turbo. Um, of what would be the question you have uh, for not just Patreon members, but just for everybody on on Because I know we've been trying, we've been asked before about, you know, hey, what do you think about X, Y, or Z? You know, do you have a do you have a question, or do you have a uh, is there something on your mind that you would like to ask them about episodes? You know, in putting these episodes together. Meaning, would you like to hear more, you know, snippets from shows? Oh, yeah, or, like, yeah, as far as Cyber Gas goes, what, that, that would be useful. Like, what's your favorite part of these shows? Like, is this good? <laughs> Us talking in the van with an with interrogation light over this really horrible lighting on me right now? Why don't you take your shirt off and do it again? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> it, I mean, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> I think, what do you want? I think some people would like that. Because uh, I know we have people who listen to the show religiously every week, no matter what we yeah. do. But, you know, people, people I know some people enjoy the song-killing stuff, and they'll, they'll comment on that. But every now and then we seem to get a corker where we somebody will say, that was a really good discussion. And what, what is it What is it you really want us to talk about? You know, what... Yeah. What is, what is what's what's like an episode where you like would say more of that please do, do that again you know because I know it's different because we talk in situations like this when we're in the van where we're the chemistry is always going to be a little different because we're on the road the Chad and Patrick and Turbo you're hearing right now are it's different these are different versions of us that you get when we're on Cinecaster or sitting in a room together it's all different you know so what's best okay you that's one another one yeah. Another yeah. one. What about the uh, the intro music that we took off? Yes. Yeah. If, if pe- people who are with us on Patreon will know this, I have to keep reminding myself that the, I'm not just talking to Patreon people right now. But hopefully you will be. After you hear this, uh, we we we're doing. I'm doing a uh, an ongoing Blackguards Archive series where I'm kind of dipping back into the past and putting out stuff that was never released for whatever reason. We just didn't intend to release it or whatever. And there was a, an instrumental that Patrick wrote back in 2021. After we met an old friend of ours, he said he was developing a, a cartoon show. And he, he was going to write a pilot and he needed some theme music for it. And he wanted Patrick to come up with it. So we did this and it, it was a really playful, you know, riff that kind of sounded like it could be akin to like the theme music to uh, King of the Hill or something like that it was kind of in that vein 
so that that cartoon thing never happened, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> so, uh, when we we discussed the idea of having theme music on Cybercast, Patrick suggested, "Why don't you just take that?" We we're calling it Benny Frank back then. Reasons I want to explain right now. Yeah. So why don't you take Benny Frank and, and like maybe maybe we can use that in Cybercast? So I took that that instrumental, which was like a minute and a half long instrumental, and I cut it up using an audio audio editing program and like kind of sliced bits together to get it to be to get it to work with the intro and the outro of this of the show but nobody had actually heard the whole thing as we recorded it until a couple weeks ago when I gave it to Patreon but anyway when uh, Eric left the band I didn't want I just be completely honest I didn't want to hear his drums at the beginning of Slabbergast every time I'm working on the show so I stopped using it and started using other things. So, and also, I would if we're gonna have theme music, I would much rather this fine gentleman be on the skins instead of somebody who's not in the band anymore. But um, that's why this is a really long-winded explanation. <laughs> well, that, except if somebody has an edit button, they don't. God, like people are saying less of this. <laughs> no way, dude. I love this right now. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to move on to something else, and we just. Uh, We've been, been intending to write something new, either to re-record or, or reimagine that old theme, or come up with something different. And we just have out of—it hasn't been a priority. So that's why we're asking you: should should it be priority? <laughs> do we do we really need the music in the show? So some of you have already answered that question. I, I'd appreciate. It. Yeah, yeah, we love to hear it. Yeah, we love to hear it. And uh, is there a is there a format that you like better? I mean, you haven't got to see these bands yet. We've had musicians on there, but I think it'd be nice to have this round table with these band members so we can push this, uh, push these stories on each other and have them come back in their, you know, in their, you know, the way they landed in their history books. Yeah. I just love to hear, to compare and contrast those, those, uh, anecdotes and, you know, the histories and the mysteries and the, you know, I can't say mysteries because we didn't know her that well. Mysteries. So, uh, <laughs> uh new one? Everything's new. Everything's new. <laughs> so, you know, having, having that, I, I just think, you know, and again, if this is something you don't want to hear, you know, we, we want to hear about it. No, but then, you know, having the, having the, the, the bands, I think we should do a couple of these first and kind of let people see about uh, Kaleidoscope Project out of, the, the Kaleidoscope Project out of Houston and Plum Murray out of Dallas, River Driver out of Dallas. I just think that they've got a, uh, they've got a great dynamic in the band. They've got, the, their personalities are so different they're playing together not to not, not to obviously not to get paid you know I mean obviously not making a, a ton of money so that's not the, the 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 main reason why they're together and you can tell and Blackguards has it too you can tell these people enjoy being in the band that they're in yeah. you know um, we've been at shows we've been at festivals we've been at and I've leaned over to these guys to go alright you can we're playing fucking PLFM or you know you know whatever it is aren't you glad you're playing that and not that and you go yeah yeah good you know so that's what 
it, that's what separates these bands. And I just, I'd love to get their take yeah. because because we're so similar yeah. in that. I just love to hear these stories, kind of throw that at each other. And, and they're really, they, 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 of course, yeah, here on Slappercast, you have to, you know, I, I know that you have to take my word for it now, but it will be one of those things where I say, yes, I, you know. We, we concur it's going to be it, it will be a, if this is in fact the format that you like too because I, I, I do like that uh, I, I love hearing from you know like we're talking about your old band stories and Chad's band stories and whatnot. Heidi's you know when when she's you know like like her her wedding gigs are at, as or her her classical shows are as off the wall as some of our band stuff you know it's you know I can't believe she did that you know in a yeah in those situations we're we're just like we're in in the in the atmosphere we're in the in, in, you know we're sitting in knee deep whiskey and blood sweat and tears and all this stuff she's in black gown and doing all this stuff and the stories are lopsided in her favor you know I like just you just don't know what's coming, and I love that. I love those stories that you know. You know, I had no idea she could put all that up there. You know, you're like, I want to hear more. <laughs> I, I, I just think we're on to something with with those those style bands, getting them to come to come report, yeah, from their experiences. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, right, I think that's another show. I, I do too. I think we yeah. should kill another song. Put everybody on the spot. Kill and shine. Are you ready? Yeah. Who's going first. Yeah, I'm gonna kill. Uh, I'm gonna kill Galway Girl. I'm gonna kill Wagon Wheel. Oh, I'm gonna, gonna kill. kill I'm gonna kill. Uh, kill music stands and iPads. iPads. Uh, ah, you beat me. I was gonna say iPads. Like well, iPads. Uh, oh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, I know. We're in so much trouble. Even John Werner <laughs> from Kansas is going. Hey. I'm gonna kick your ass. Uh, what was your What was your favorite song you heard today? My favorite? Yeah. I'm gonna say Jackson. I really like that Johnny song. Cast you yeah, part. I like that song. All right. I really enjoyed White Wedding. I had I never heard that played at an Irish festival before. Now, a song that should be killed, and agree or disagree as you will, I think a song that should have been killed, but I can't kill it because I still like it. Is uh, Men at Work Land Down Under Oh yeah That was great They really did that well They did a really good job The of that. reggae version Of uh, Land Down Under Yeah Men at Work And That was cool Yeah I did enjoy that My heart of hearts Tells me that a Land Down Under Should be dead But it's not It's a good song And I, Somebody told me That it's the most Played song On YouTube Really? Yeah Wow They said it's the most played Um and Colin Hay, the lead singer of Men at Work, Colin Hay's uh, his original material yeah. is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's one of those guys. Great storyteller, great singer, great songwriter. He's a uh, you think you think of the like Australian kind of a Mark Knopfler, obviously not with the guitar chops that Mark Knopfler has. Nobody has Mark and, Mark and, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah. You're the best. Um, More of a sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, oh, did Mark Knopfler? No. 
Mark Dolphin is a funny son of a bitch. Yeah. I know he doesn't put it in every song. It's music but much, yeah. No, it, it's, it's, it's there. It's in there. Yeah, but... Yeah, I disagree. Colin, Colin Adam. Well, you, wait, wait, okay, when you speak like a convict, hey, you know, when you have an Australian accent, hey, you are a convict. I don't care if you haven't committed a crime, you're still a convict. You're still guilty until proven. I'm probably not Australian. Collins for his, his show because when he talks, I know. It's fucking hilarious. I know. Yeah, Mark, no, the Mark Knopfler is never funny. He is. But well, Mark Knopfler is it's kind of unparalleled. The thing that, again, the, the, the bad thing about Mark Knopfler is he, he is, he's got that scripted. That Tom Petty, that yeah, uh, he's got that scripted. If it worked that time, then he's going to use it for the whole tour, right. and maybe the next one or the next one. Anybody heard? You know that yeah. that. Yeah, you Colin, know, Colin has has some stand up <laughs> comedian DNA. Yes, him, for sure, just yep. like you do. That's generous. Um, but yeah, the, those those performers, the ones like Colin Hay, that can keep you. You know, fully engaged yeah. without having to, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna, you know, check and see what's on the, you know. So, sorry, I, I didn't finish my Australian thought. When you're a convict, you you already talk funny. So even when you're singing beautiful words that took you a long time to write, they mean so much to you. You still lost half the value of it because you sound like a fucking wog of the wiggle. You know, you sound like. You know, can I sport? You know, the wiggle. Yeah, it's a it's a boy band for children. They they they, they do uh, the wiggles. I can't tell if you're joking. No, 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 it's true. It's a, a real band. The wiggles. Are you messing with me? No, no, no. Okay. It's 100 percent serious. Wiggles. The wiggles. Yeah. Okay. And they're actually they 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 are like the the Beatles of children's music. They they like like really? that scream. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Throwing, it's the name is thrown around in a derogatory manner. Yeah, in Australia is out. Yeah, so yeah. again, a muppet. If you were called a muppet, it yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a boost to your ego. You wouldn't be, oh yeah, cool. No, that's not a, that's yeah. not a compliment. You, they call you a wiggle. Yeah, you're always like the wiggles. So when you speak like that, the value of your message is hot cut in half because you, you know, you sound like a. I'm trying to. I'm trying to sound all serious. Yeah, you don't. You don't sound right. You know, that's the. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I was just imagine if you if, if you have an Australian accent. I'm sure that you're just discriminated against immediately. It's like having an English accent with a bad lisp. What's his name? What's what's the uh, Jamie Oliver? Is that the cook? The no. chef. The guy's got a British accent and a lisp. I'm like, I don't want you cooking for me because you're going to talk while you're while you're cooking and it's going to spit my food to stop it. Anyway. So are you really just killing every song you mentioned or are you actually going to pick one? Okay, I'll pick one. Uh, take me home tonight, anybody. Kill it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hate it. Well, I, I, that, that's an obvious one that I don't think we've done before. Yeah. But I don't like anybody uh, because... I think he's got a good voice, but I, I just, everything he's ever done, I was like, I wouldn't have done that. Okay? So, I don't like him. Uh, I don't like that song, but I would like to shine a light on, let's go back to my, let's go back to my Sabbath, my Aussie. Speak of the devil. Let's do it. All right. So, another song on there, uh, I was talking to my friend Elvira, our friend, excuse me, our friend, your friend, 
Elvira's Hate Christ 666 up in uh, Maine. I was talking to him the other day. We were talking about Fairies Wear Boots by Black Sabbath. And that will be revealed in time. But for right now, that's a a Black Sabbath song like The Wizard that just does not get enough or Central of the Universe that just does not get enough attention. And I think Fairies Wear Boots... Actually, we were talking about the, the, the thing that I wrote for... That ended up being the Stabbercast thing. Yeah, there are bits in that. That's like fairies, when I first wrote that. I was like, "Ooh, that's fairies wear boots right there." Yeah, and I, and I actually changed it a lot to make it not sound like that, mm. but it still does to me. Sure. So well, I think that's that's the part that never wound up in the show. So yes, you'd have to be a Patreon member to hear that. Yeah. So so there might anybody else. I'm gonna kill uh, All Star. I, uh, it dies Murray. a third time. You Christ, kill Sorry, I'll tell, I'll tell him. You can't play this song. It's who did the song originally? Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. Yes. Yeah. It's, you, don't play that one. The only thing they There's ever did. There's so many other ones you can pick that are not, bad. Not for that fucking band. Don't play that one. So yeah, I'm killing I agree. It's, it's way overplayed. I was like, I think, and it's awful. Yeah, was it you? And I went, are they playing All Star? I think I went to you. I'm like, uh, no, nobody went to me. I was, was like, it, I, I, was it you? I went, yeah, are yeah, they playing All Star? I'm like, no. That's right. So that one I'm going to. Yeah, good call. Let's see. Shine a light. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to do a song that I really like. I, I don't know if this is just an old song. I know there's bands that play it, but uh, follow me up to Carlo. And uh, I, I love the freaking. Ending. I love the breakdown of that song. I just I enjoyed that song. By who? Um, River Driver played it tonight. Yeah, they played it tonight. Oh, but uh, we used to play bands. I played in. I just I just like that song all around. Anybody who plays it, I just I don't know. I just like it. That's that wrong with that. I just like. I love that part. Yeah. Anyway, that's my shine a light on that. Is that an old trad song or somebody? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So that's it. All right. Chad, kill a thrill. Let's go. All right. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Oh, shit. That it just died. <laughs> there you go. That's what I hate about these phones. They're too easy. To, those buttons are too easy to push. Yeah. Um, like your bass player. Yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, Kelly Navarro got me on 50 songs, and I was trying to think, and I immediately, you know, Ubi Doobie by Roy Orbison, which I did last week, which was really easy to, to zone in on because that's just... That was one of his early singles, and it's not a good song, so that was really easy. The other ones, I can't, I can't really. It's really hard to think of an Elvis song that I would kill. Oh, I, I got many. Really? Oh yeah. Were they like from his movie career era? No, I mean yeah, throughout. But you, you okay, go we'll ahead. come back to that. Yeah, yeah. Michael. So I was just thinking of songs by Chuck Berry I don't like, and one of the one I only want to come up with is not even from the fifties. It's it's one of his later singles he put out. It was clearly during a period where he just was running out of ideas. My Dingaling, which was actually put out as a single in yeah. 1972. Horrible. Stupid song. And, uh, and I, of course, you never know, hear it. Nobody plays it anymore, so it's, it seems silly to kill it. But I'm going to kill it because he should have never put that out. So I'm going to replace that with a song that actually is from the 50s, I think, called Havana Moon. Do you know it? No. Havana Moon, really? This was a... Uh, a really unusual song by Chuck. It's, it's really, I mean, it's catchy like all his stuff is, but it's just him and his guitar, electric guitar, and it's uh, a really fascinating story about, and told from the first person of somebody, uh, a young man in Havana, Cuba, 
waiting for a, a woman from America to show up on a, yes, on a ship. Yes, yeah, yes. And she and he falls asleep and misses her, misses the boat. Yeah, and it, it's just a, the way that the story is told is so great, and it's just it's it's kind of hypnotic. And the guitar riff itself is to just even sound like something that you would expect him to write if you're only familiar with this, like, you know, Johnny B. Good and all that stuff. Da, 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 bum, bum, bum. It almost sounds like a samba or something like that. I don't know how, what do you, how you describe it. But it's so, it's so cool. You, write, you, you hear it and you're like, wow, I didn't know Chuck Berry wrote songs like this. And he really was a fucking genius. So that's why when he went on to do stuff like My Ding-A-Ling in the 70s, it's like, God damn it, come on, man. So... Love the guy. I know he was a complicated, sometimes hot, you know, hot-tempered fellow. But he was—he was a real, really just a gift to humanity. You know, just like Little Richard and, and Roy and all those guys. Speaking of that, did you know that he used to always get—he used to always take pictures with the women that he'd shag after the shows or whatnot <laughs> because he wanted to, just in case. He—he he had to—he uh, had to get paid yeah. in cash. Before the, he went on stage at every show, because same with Little Richard, because they would show up at a club they would get back in the day, and they would sit at the end of the show and come. They go, "We're not paying you. What are you going to do?" Yeah. So they they had to, uh, but especially with the women he was shagging, he'd always have a picture of them, like, "Hey, see?" Yeah. And they give her one. So I mean, so we have a lot in common. I sell the chunk. No, but his uh, his story is quite remarkable and of course you know everybody's back in that day was because it was the wild west it was just you know imagine you know traveling all the way across the country to the show the guy's got his arms full and said you're not getting paid so they didn't take the stage until they were paid in full in cash you know it's just mind-boggling to me you know the the change in the music scene today and if you want the best the, the most concise to the point blunt way you know that the music industry was and has been and is and what will be listen to listen to Uncle Lemmy yeah uh, watch the Lemmy documentary that guy was a uh, was just the the Nostradamus of of all things rock and roll and heavy metal and you know heavy rock he was just he I, I saw somebody say that one time because his, his little Richard that was his that was the that was the peak that's the you know that was just the tip top for him you know and uh, when when people would ask him you know they'd say you know so you know, have you seen any bands that are you know who, you know who are the new bands that do for you and he's like I don't fucking care I'm playing this you know I'm in Motorhead you know, that's that's what I do. You know, not that he wasn't listening to other stuff and what didn't like it, but they're asking him. They're, they're basically looking for a cop out. They're going, hey, who do you like so I can go check them out? And he's going, you do your own fucking research, you know? And he's right. Yeah. You know, you're... you're uh, my, my favorite thing is in Blackguards, you know, we get a phone call, you know, three days before Patty say, hey, you guys available? They go, no. Do you know who is? Yeah. Band called the Dial Tones. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's who we're gonna shine a light on. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think that's another show. I think so. I think so. Do we, well, maybe we can save this for next week. The, the Elvis songs that you would kill. 
Oh, so many. Well, I killed one a long time ago, Tiger Man. Oh, that's right. Um, I killed that. That's so easy. And the other one, I don't know what it's. Um, uh, maybe what do you want me to do? Rona, Rona. I love, I love the idea. I just hate the song. It's so stupid, you know. Rona, Rona, Rona. you want to. So, yeah, uh, you got me doing what you want, baby. What you want to do? That's oh so, yeah. I mean, I love the harmonies in it. I do love the structure, but I hate that it's just so like like uh, by Dingaling or yeah. Booby Dooby or you know. We're going up. Yeah. You know, I, I really the, the, the only reason I know that is from the comeback special. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what. Uh, yeah. And there's a, there's a few on there too. There's a few of those dogs on there where they actually make them a little bit better because that setting mm-hmm. was so genius and so well. You know, just they were just so into it. Everyone, yeah, everybody was in. You know, right. If you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you everybody's seen it by now, but you, if, if you haven't seen the comeback special, you should watch it. And watch the extended one because it's so magnificent to watch these children who are now like great, great, great grandparents and most of them are dead, blah, blah. But to see these people all dressed up and they're all just sitting on the, you know, they're all just littered about the stage, this circular stage, and they're all just, you know, eyes as big as dinner plates staring at, you know, the king of rock and roll. And uh, just, you know, of course, the cell service must have been really bad because nobody had a phone. It's weird. But the uh, they're all just sitting around just staring at him and, and hanging on every word. And the band knew not to drift. You know, you say, focus on the king. You know, yeah. okay, good with me. You know, we'll just, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be here. That, that setting was phenomenal. The sound was phenomenal. The look was phenomenal. Everything down to the guitar strings. The shine off the guitar string, just just a magnificent production. But you should watch it because it's so telling of that time. That is that is a pure. That's just such a historic moment, and it's such a, a snapshot in time where you get to see those people. Like I'm talking about, what you could what you could see on a nightly basis in the best rock and roll rooms around. You could catch something like that. You could catch somebody that's trying something new or doing something a little different or do something that's so special. You're gonna miss it if you don't go out. You don't go see a band, but you could see it. There's a you know a lot better chance of seeing it if you're out. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, but a lot of those songs that were even kind of crap, you know, like "How Dog" wasn't a great song. It was a great song because there was it. nothing like it, and he yeah. put his back into it. So there was a. There was a there was a power that they were not used to, and of course the raw and the sexy and the 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 shine of that time was you know. So that was it. Those songs were not particularly they're not particularly great to me now because I've heard them way 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 too much. But I understand the the weight that they carried in that time. It's just brilliant. Yeah. So, but the '68 comeback special is such a it's it's it should be mandatory. It should be played at birth, and it should be played. You know, you should you should have to watch it at least every three or four years throughout your whole entire life. It's it's brilliant. So. What's funny to me is that so many of the songs that he, he probably wasn't fond of, yeah, that came out of his movie career. 
because they had such talented songwriters working on those movies, those which movies which were silly, most, most yeah. of them were just dumb. But like songs like Roused About, yeah, you know, and, and uh, what's that? What's Even it? Las Vegas, I mean, that, that, Even that, Las Vegas, whether you like it or not, it's a great it's song. A Bossa Nova Baby, Bossa Nova, like, yeah. Um, but then there was also the, uh, you know, from. Uh, uh, Kid Galahad and stuff like that. I mean, there's, some of those songs were just so bad, and the choreographing and the the if you want to see great, you know the, that style. The, you know, Rent. Uh, it's kind of hard to find, but check out Top Secret. Val, oh, yeah. Val Kilmer. Just trust me. <laughs> and then because uh, he makes fun of all that stuff but just yeah we could go on go on go on go on go on and we would yeah. but right now I say Slappercast Patreon yeah. Blackguard fans non-Blackguard fans people that stumble here looking for porn sorry but <laughs> we're delighted to have each and every one of you if you would subscribe we'd love it yeah. if you want to come to Ireland sign up now mm-hmm. and uh, we are so grateful to you and we're so grateful to all these bands and sound guys and clubs that let us come out and do this and our friends at the Highland Games and uh, we're just we're so uh, thrilled uh, and a special shout out to Kyle Holen in Omaha, Nebraska for rocking out to Blackguards while he was working on his Lego we were <laughs> thrilled to see that thank you Jay very cool so Love to the love to all the gang that we hope to see on the road very very soon. Yep. Yep. See ya. See ya. Bye.